Hey everyone, this is Jeff Stevens and this is the Creative Stick Up. This week's guest is the impressive Mr. Ryan Brown, the Executive Creative Director over at Manifest. Uh, he has a lot of fans in town, so I've always heard such good things about him and he certainly uh, delivered on that in our conversation. I'd actually never met him before, uh, but I felt a lot of kinship to him. Um, I love the thought-provoking way he approaches the work, uh, learned a lot, very enlightening for me. Um, hopefully we can talk some more sometime. So enjoy the stick up with Ryan Brown. It's got a bygone sort of like history to it of like car yeah. manufacturing, Studebaker sort of stuff, and okay. now it's most famously known as College Town for like yeah. Notre Dame. Yeah, but it's got this like it, kind of crazy Flint, Michigan vibe to it. Does it? <laughs> yeah. Is it a? It seems like an uh, an American town that would be stuck in a moment in time because this Notre Dame feels yeah. like it just has this history about yeah, it, yeah. right? It does. I mean, like there's some there's some history there too. A yeah. lot like St. Louis actually, yeah. like where you look at these pictures of, you know people in the 20s and stuff the roaring 20s and there's like you know trolley trains downtown and like things are bustling and it kind of is like poised for growth but then it all went wrong yes <laughs> like, something happened yeah, yeah and so now there's like immigration population that is you know mostly uh manufacturing and yeah. uh really with nothing to do wow <laughs> and so it's kind of kind of terrible and they're trying to do a whole reinvention they got yeah. a really young mayor now that's opening innovation parks and stuff like that that's and i'm good. kind of loosely tied to that yeah. kind of stuff i kind of rebranded uh, help them do their. Yeah. That's cool. Go yeah. back. Go back home. Yeah. Help the hometown out. Yeah, yeah. It's got a cool name though. I mean, it's everyone knows it because of yeah, Notre yeah. Dame, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's... Notre Dame, Indiana. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's right. That's cool. That's cool. Do you make it back there often? Uh, not as often as I like. Yeah, my parents still live there. Okay. Um, the reason they got so my father's South African, and he okay. got he got lured to Notre Dame because he took a uh, a job as uh, a anthropology professor. Okay. So you so... you come from academia. Yeah, yeah, like anthropology, like Indiana Jones. Yeah, that's exactly like he he dreamed of being like Jacques Cousteau and spent. um, He told me the story is like in college he was just a big hippie. Yeah, and he read this article in Playboy magazine called the Thirty Eight Caliber Roach Clip, and it it inspired him to basically pool his creativity to get like U.S. sponsored grants to Uh fly to Jamaica and basically live there. Oh my and god! Thirty eight caliber, and it was about smoking marijuana or something, right? Yeah, it was like it was talking about the cannabis culture and okay. Rastafarianism and stuff like that. So he okay. spent the better part of a decade down there, kind of getting entrenched and nice. meeting people. And so my family had a lifelong history of Jamaica and like wow. going back and still establish friends there and stuff like that. So, so do you know that culture too? Uh, yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, I, did I, you go down there? I go down there a lot. It's, it's it's been a while. I've got four kids now, but um, yeah. there was a, there was a point like I I, I I used to count the visits, and now it's yeah. beyond count. So that's, wow. that's how much I go. And it's all like Montego Bay, yeah. like like that sort of area. I've so. been to Negril one time, and it was yeah, cool. it's a fun place. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah they, there's a lot of pot there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's well, amazing. I just like I mean, but it's cool. There's a lot of everything cool there. Yeah, the, really the, the 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 vibe is so. I mean, it's almost cliche, but it's so relaxed, and yeah, um, yeah. the weather does. Uh, uh, it's weird because you have strife and poverty and mm-hmm. everything else, and there is crime and you know stuff like that. But it's all fairly petty in the scheme of things, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because the weather is so good that people are generally like. Yeah, no money, but no problem. You know, like wow. yeah, so. yeah, no man, no problem, man. Yeah, uh, our old design director at Momentum named Ben Bailey. I don't know if you know, but he had a uh, shop, an actual design studio in Jamaica, and worked with all these Jamaicans. Oh, really? And it there's was some great art down there. Yeah, unbelievable! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like great he'd go art. down there and come back with this camp, these campaigns that were just yeah, it's amazing. Knockout, beautiful. When I, I so I tend to gravitate towards. Um, yeah, so like your tastes Ken- are Kenyan, interesting, yeah. Kenyan interests, yeah. you know, because Jamaica yeah. is entirely, like, kind of Kenyan influence, and yeah. so, um, yeah, like, it's it's weird. My South African father, yeah. I have, a, like, a total Yank mother. Okay, but, um, where's she from, Indiana? Yeah, she's from, like... The, so they met in college? They met in college, Okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and cool. she's a physician, so she, okay. um, they kind of worked on the analytical side of the brain growing up. And, okay. And, um, I'm kind of an accidental creative director. I don't put a whole lot of emphasis on the art. I put more on the science. Okay. Which is kind of, uh, I think, a different tone. 
Yeah, a lot of and that's what you bring. Well, and the, in this digital age, that seems like a perfect fit, right place, right? right time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. back in the Mad Men era. No, it's, I mean it's totally yeah. accidental. Like, that, wouldn't that be great, right? To be yeah. able to walk into a room and just pull a thing off, and like now right. it's like explaining like SEO and behavioral patterns and like you yeah. know distribution strategies and all. Yeah, yeah. So it's crazy. That's funny. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, I had an elementary school, so that was it was an inner city school. Yeah, you'd have to pass through like metal detectors, and there were cops permanently based there. Like this is where there. you went to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked in, like it kind of looked like a movie. Yeah. Not in, in South Bend. In South Bend, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. So South Bend's like, I'm telling you, it's like about you know grand total about a hundred, hundred fifty thousand yeah. people. And there's a wrong and, side of the tracks there. Oh, totally. Well, wow. I mean, the wrong side is the town. <laughs> like <laughs> it's surrounded by tracks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are nice, up, up towards Notre Dame, there's, like, really sure. nice places, and that's where people, like, talk about, like, I mean, it's similar to St. Louis in that, like, yeah. there's a little bit of an exodus towards, like, safety yeah, yeah. Sure. or what has become kind of Whitelandia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't live there. I yeah. lived I lived downtown with the inner city school. My parents were actually really big on that. Yeah. Um, oh, that's it, cool. It makes sense now with, like, yeah. how much embedding that my father did with, like, you yeah. know, the... Rastafarian West yeah. Indian culture. Well, he yeah, if he spent ten years in that culture, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. he's like, oh, you can handle it. <laughs> and so, but no, it was really great because, yeah. like, it's a type of thing where you could participate at your own level. Yeah, you could totally skirt by and and like get your diploma and not learn a single thing. Yeah, or there were some like you know brilliant teachers that were around, and I had one that this was 1995. Yeah, hold on, we're at we're in yeah. the beehive again, and we're in sitting in the sound booth, so we'll let we'll let the. Uh, Ambulance rocked by. It's a nice, beautiful day in St. Louis. We're at Maryland and Euclid, our little corner always. Okay. Biology teacher. Yes. So he had no business doing this, but he had a passion for photography, so he bought a ton of computers, a bunch of computers, and uh, Photoshop. Okay. So this and is so, where you run into it in, in, in high school. school. In high school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And so the first thing I started doing, and this is, like I said, 1995, yeah. you know, dial-up websites and things like that yep. really kind of popular so i wanted to try to design a website for this these school. are the mac 2s probably totally yeah yeah, right? yeah 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 and everything's slow <laughs> yeah by, by, by today's standards but rad back then yeah right? yeah this and is so, amazing yeah yeah so kind of uh dabbled in software always kind of mm -hmm. was intuitive made sense with me and mm -hmm. um started playing and, and that's kind of where i decided that there's a there's a way to take some of the like I don't know the synthesis of what you see and yeah. kind of put it into uh, graphic arts. And okay, so that's that's kind of my path. So in high school, you yeah you became this kind of graphic arts. That's just what you and you started doing early programming. Yeah, okay. I did HTML yeah. uh, when I was old school. Yeah, 1995, coded my own website. That's great. No, really? no CSS. It was all like yeah. tables and like hard coded stuff. But it was it was I went out and shot my own photography. No live fonts because I couldn't deal with the fact that you only had like three to pick from. So it's like everything was an image. Wow. You, know? but you were a maker back in the days. I, I, well, I tried. I mean, yeah. there was a stat. I don't know how anyone could like ever quantify, like, qualify it. But um, at that time, we were told that our high school was the fifth in the country to actually have a website. So, oh, you're kidding. Yeah, of, of like high school yeah, yeah. in the country. Of so somewhere, whoever was keeping track of that or whoever just wanted to brag yeah. kind of led me to believe that that was true. And so I felt like a pioneer <laughs> somehow. Yeah, you know, but it's there. always, you always feel like a pioneer until you yeah. meet people that are like, holy shit, I, have, I know nothing compared to this guy. Yeah. You know, like that yeah. kind of stuff. But isn't that interesting? So you know, um, Blink, have you read that book, right? Mm -hmm. Malcolm Gladwell's yeah, yeah. book. And it talks about how, I think it's Bill Gates and how it's this right place at the right time. Like oh, he's yeah. one of the first people and it's just high school teacher happened to have this. Yeah, thing. totally. Yeah, he yeah. ran into, he into the card. His mother was like, yeah. his mother was uh, working on the old format, like cards that you would trade for memory yes. systems. So he had some access, yeah. which was like, yeah, total like a genius in the right moment. Yeah, yeah. And you're there in this high school, right? You don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, I'm, but, not, I'm not Bill Gates. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Please but don't you, make that comparison. But you run into these things, right? But it's just yeah, interesting yeah. how. You pick up these skills along the way. Or it's, yeah, yeah. You look back at your life and you're like, oh, this is my... You don't yeah, know yeah. how you got here, but yeah, then yeah. you do. There's a lot of luck in that, for sure. Isn't there? Absolutely. And you, so you're at this inner city high school in yeah. South Bend. That, that wouldn't, you wouldn't think that would have this... You, you just have, have to have this one teacher. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden you're on this thing. Have you ever read the book uh, Where Creativity Comes From? Uh -uh. Um, I should, though. I, well, it's with, with a title like that. Well, right? Hello. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, and I forget the author, so I'm okay. not doing a, a service yeah. to the book. But uh, the concept that he pulls together yeah. is uh, the adjacent possible. Okay. And it's uh, the Kaufman theory, so it's not even his, which mm -hmm. is that 
Um, creativity happens from how people randomly brush shoulders. And so if you okay. look at like civilization over time, yeah. the places with the most population density kind of birth creativity. Yeah. And so it goes back to like the Acropolis and mm -hmm. like, you know, Roman Empire and yep. all that kind of stuff. And like even now, New York, San Francisco, mm -hmm. we have the rubbing of shoulders yep. and someone hears something and says, now that's interesting, I'm going to elaborate and they yep. carry it forward. Yep. In some small way, I'm kind of saying that um, I think that the, the my biology teacher buying Photoshop yeah. was because he, you know, he was in the right place at the right time to yep. hear something and be like, oh, I'm going to yep. you know, pursue this, and I was there. So it's all kind of accidental, and yep. that's going back to like the the science of the art. Yeah, I yeah. get really freaked out and kind of uh, inspired by um, I guess you'd call it emergence, which is yeah. when you like look at some of these natural sort of phenomena that yeah. kind of emerge from our ant-like civilization. Right. So. Oh my God. So like, well, that's interesting. That's interesting on two things. So Sorry, that was like doobie talk. No, like I know. Really big. That's good. <laughs> I love it. And I think, to, to just follow up on two things, I love, I'm a huge believer just running, you know, you you and I both have to, have been in the business of coming up, getting a lot of great ideas quickly for, yeah. you know, we make ideas, right? And we have yeah, yeah. things that make ideas. And I think the idea of divergent thinking and all that stuff, trying to create that in an agency, the brushing of shoulders is the yeah. way you do it, right? And to culturally make people feel that that they can do that. And then to encourage them to go have rich lives outside yeah, of the yeah. agency. And make it, make it, make, yeah, new. Have great them, tastes, yeah. out, whatever you're into, mm -hmm. pursue those so you can bring those in, and, and which I think is interesting. So that's, as a... Do you find yourself trying to build that at, at Manifest? Or just that whole idea of the brushing of shoulders? I love that. The most creative thing that I think yeah. that I do at Manifest yeah. is work on the culture. Okay. I, I mean, honestly, that's, that's, your, be, that's and, your job. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I actually don't, and this is this is not humble. Like, yeah. I, I, I <laughs> actually, I think that my ideas are rel relatively corny. <laughs> I think that because of my background, what talent I might possess mm -hmm. is being able to take an idea or recognize a good idea yeah. and yeah. then make it sort of understandable or digestible for yeah. someone else. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, in the digital world, the ideas are generally complex because yes. of the landscape, right? Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. I am able to simplify them in a, in a little pill that a client can swallow. Yeah. Um, but culturally, I work on the team a lot so mm -hmm. that they can, um, you know, feel like in this day and age where people have to kind of know a little bit of everything mm -hmm. but then have a, a deep area of expertise that like we're collaborative and able to shed some of the egos and stuff like mm -hmm. that so yeah we've worked on I've worked on everything from space design which has been really fun yeah. to, uh, at our new space um, yeah. in the Cortex and then making sure that we hire the right people it's really I, funny I've not been in your space I hear it's wonderful I've yeah. Yeah, it's all open. Like yeah. we, when I first got here, we were in like a cubicle farm. Yeah. We've changed everything, and so um, the new space is like flooded with natural light. It's inspired by this gigantic digital wall that's not only rotating like um, inspirational content, but mm -hmm. also Google Trends and mm -hmm. like you know metrics on our content. So it's it kind of just sets the tone yeah, when yeah. you walk in. Mm -hmm. And then what we try to do is huddle people together in um, kind of uh, mixed up. Uh, roles and disciplines and mm -hmm. so that people start to take empathy like you have the when you have an art director sitting next to a front-end dev sitting next to a PM mm -hmm. sitting next, you know mm -hmm. like you start mm -hmm. to realize oh their job is challenging too and I understand the role that they play yeah. in my work to be successful yeah I was uh, that's wonderful so yeah. so many companies have and and we I see this all the time where everyone just knows their little vertical mm -hmm. job and they have no empathy right. with this the process right? right with the person that's back here or in front of you totally and when you can break those down and give people a little yeah. look into what other people go through every day, all yeah. of a sudden it's like, oh. Yeah, it's not the Henry Ford sort of assembly line. Right. It's kind of like this uh, magic that happens when the best of these people are mm -hmm. able to share with one another mm -hmm. and, and kind of yield a little bit of territory. Yeah. So um, I was telling someone this, as a joke, it was like going back to the Mad Men phrase, yeah. like how easy it was when you can just pair art and copy. And yeah. Like, like <laughs> Doyle Dane Bernbach would yeah. be like I don't know I don't know they would be yeah. kind of questioning what the new creative model is yeah. when you have to have like eight people in eight yeah. different roles yeah. now to make to make your work sing yeah. you know it's, yeah. uh, it's just a, it's just such a different landscape yeah. it's, it's so crazy that's right well, we'll talk about that in a second so this idea of emergence mm -hmm. yeah tell me about that because I think that's a fascinating you, you see this this is something that turns you on in the world oh yeah you find these yeah, yeah. things and you see this yeah. and you're like want to deconstruct it or what like what's an example of that? well I think I mean going back to just um, the way that I grew up in parents and then yeah. traveling a lot and kind of asking a lot of like soul-searching questions mm -hmm. um, 
So you were you were that kind of kid. Yeah, like I was the kind of kid that like would <laughs> early lay, on find, dude, trying to find the emotional soul of. Dude, I remember laying in my bunk bed and freaking myself out because I kept trying to like imagine how far out into space you can go before it turns into like a white sheet of paper and like, like you know almost like a cartoon. <laughs> oh my and god! And I was like, whoa, we're so alone. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, so isn't yeah. that funny? Your and your conception. I always find like there's this moment in time where you you can't conceive you you run up against oh, yeah. the the yeah. level of it what takes imagination to conceive beyond that right, right? <laughs> bizarre it's so crazy that's so funny and you like to push yourself there oh yeah because i like being that i like being uncomfortable with that and also like yeah. the ambiguity and, and the uh, intrigue of it is like I, it's a problem that i want to try to somehow process or solve yeah and so like even walking around and you see people do in i guess in context some of the strangest things but mm -hmm. they're not strange and then you, you can rationalize them you know like yeah. you ever wonder what aliens would think if they crash landed right now and saw a bunch of people walking around looking at glass in their hands yeah. you know like right. or like right. why we build such like tomes to like yeah. certain yeah. things and it's like yeah. we are crazy as a yeah. people so i like trying to like understand that yeah and when it comes to emergence i guess like that's a that's a formalization of what I never knew. I mm -hmm. only discovered that after watching a great podcast, uh, Radio Lab. I'm sure yeah. you've listened to that. But yeah, yeah. Those guys are insane, and they bro they broke down this kind of like ant phenomenon one time. Of like, uh, it just made sense for me, like how an ant is a dumb creature at the individual level, mm -hmm. but as a kind of civilization of ants, brilliant and yeah. capable of so many things. Yeah. And it's not by accident. Yeah. Um, so that sort of thing has kind of inspired me to look for those. Um, analytical sort of behavioral trends mm -hmm. and it forms an insight that if you can then layer a like just a touch of creativity on top of yeah. for a brand yeah it becomes very powerful yeah. because it's a universal truth you yeah know? yeah um so that that inspires me that's yeah. that's what i um i look for so that's interesting because i i you describing what you're good at and, and i'm thinking oh i'm good at those same things taking complex things and boiling them down but I work in billboards mm -hmm. you know that's what we said yeah. but it's three words that's all you got yeah. that's a new challenge yeah it is and it's, uh, but, and I think I come from it from an emotional side. Like, I always feel that I'm coming from it from this deep well of human truth emotion. And you're trying to find hmm. this behavioral system, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's still f trying to find that same yeah. thing. That yeah. same, that when you say it, this truth, everyone's like, of course. Yeah. Right? Well, it's weird. Also, when you inspect emotion. Yeah. And you really get into it. Yeah. At some level, all it is is a chemical transfer. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, yes. and that's the coolest thing about it. You're it, right. Yeah. You're right. Oh, that's cool. So, so tell me, this this is a great conversation because I think you're right. The the world of pitching and telling the story mm -hmm. to clients and trying to make them understand this story. You know, you used to have the strategy and the creative and mm -hmm. the idea, and it could only be mm -hmm. that thing if you've walked them up to it. Yeah. Right. And now you've got a much more complex yep. story with metrics on this side, right, and mm -hmm. lots of analytics on this side. And this is where you start, I assume. Yeah. On the analytics side. Yeah. So what's like? What are some of the things? Just talk me through what you bring to this, or if you're you're bringing to a client, what do they need to hear? What do they? Well, I think um, the at the end of the day, one thing that we all know, assume, and probably even already dismiss is that we need to be relevant to yeah. customers yeah. or to people. Like, yeah. and yeah. even I want to be relevant to you. Yeah. And Kanye wants to be relevant yeah. to his audience, and I, like the person looking for your job wants to be relevant. And so we, we say that all the time, but then we're dismissive of what relevance really is. And I, like, I, I spent a lot of time, especially this last year, trying to um, really inspect that word okay. and break it down. Because you hear it all the time. It's in hear, every brief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's, in, yeah, it's yeah. easily <laughs> dismissible. Totally. Right. And because, I mean, you take it, it's like, uh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I want a, we want right. a cool idea. Right. Okay. So then, like, yeah. I mean, and this is the geekiest thing ever. So, yeah. like, we want a cool idea. Yeah. How many people actually stop and say, all right, what define, or like, what makes up, what are the components of cool? You know? <laughs> yeah. But I yeah. couldn't help it. And sure. so, like, I, for relevance, I tried to really think of what, yeah. are, the, what are the four things okay that makes something relevant yeah and i can only do this in a, the most abstract way because mm -hmm. at some point like anyone could argue that this is yeah. obvious right yeah and yeah. so could i yeah um but you're, but you're you're breaking it down your metrics thing you're, you're giving it yeah, some, yeah. something That's, yeah yeah i love it and all it is by the way this is a vehicle yeah. for getting someone to be to process your idea and be like uh-huh yep yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah so the four things that i came up with were focus first mm -hmm. of all i could explain each of these but focus yeah. it's um, making people focus on it yeah it, it grabs some attention yeah, the attention economy or whatever. Who, where, when, with intensity. You know, that's yeah. focus. Oh, that's and, cool. Um, personality. Mm -hmm. uh, as uh, I think it was uh, Travolta, or mm -hmm. was it uh, Samuel L. Jackson? But personality goes a long way. Like, yeah, it's yeah. so true. Like we have to, we have to say things in a way like 
I mean, we're human to human here, so there's authenticity, yeah. there's like, or there's BS, I don't know, but yeah, you can yeah. read between that error, and I think the brands have a lot of difficulty with that, so personality is huge yeah. as a way to differentiate yourself. Uh, presence, like the world's changing all the time, so you have to really be aware of what's going on around you, like yeah. every single day, like news or climate or whatever mm -hmm. it is has a affected things, and yeah. so you just have to be mindful of presence. Yeah. And then last is having the process to be able to um, be uh, adaptable. Adaptive. Okay. Uh, so and this is the this is the, the thing you're holding the idea up to. Yeah. yeah. If it has all these things. Let's get those four tenets. Okay. Focus, presence, personality, and adaptability. And what the adaptability is? What again? It's basically like expedited Darwinism. Like being <laughs> being able to try stuff and like tune it until you're better. Think of it like a stand-up comedian. Okay. Like a stand-up comedian. Like I used to see it all the time in the Louis C.K. show. Yeah. Like, yeah. He doesn't go for his HBO special with new material. Yeah. Like, you gotta hone that he's shit. He's like, right, like, I just heard him on a yeah. podcast. He's like, I'm going out this year. Yeah. And by the time, I'm not gonna do a special for a year. Yeah. And a year from now, yeah. I'm gonna have my material yeah. locked and ready to And go. you want it to bomb. Like, yeah. he wants, yeah. he wants yeah. to know when the edges of yeah. goodness are yeah. and that kind of stuff and, yeah. and be able to hone that in. So, yeah. I feel like that's. That's one thing that has, the technology and digital age has sort of enabled is yeah. the ability to like play in the sandbox yep. of it, yep. we don't have to now like incubate things in a private focus group only to release it to the world in Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way you do it yeah. depends on the medium. But, it depends. But like for for us, like yeah. it's it's all like you know as long as you have some like general guidelines of like brand, mm -hmm. you can you can throw shit out there mm -hmm. and not be afraid of it, like kind of not performing. Yeah, and so. That's a big thing to try to sell to a client. Yeah, it's, it's, it is. I was just, that hardest, was my next question. So yeah. walk me through the client sell on that because clients are fierce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, scared. what are you talking about, man? You know what speaks, though? We want to try clients? stuff. What are you kidding? What? Money. Money. I hear yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can, you can so go you, back and tell them how this yeah, is Yeah, so, I mean, for me, this kind of came about because we had a couple clients. I guess I won't name names. <laughs> but we were doing we were doing a big soft drink something yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever we were doing full year planning yeah. in the digital eight in the yeah. digital space only to find that what we were planning you know in March uh, from yeah. last October yeah. obviously was no longer relevant because presence has changed like all that kind I of can't stuff. I can't imagine I I still I know I was just working on a client the other day and they're going into planning for next year I'm like are you still you're still yeah. doing that yeah, yeah yeah are you crazy yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you're spending good. a lot of money doing that. I know. That. I, know. I, a lot of time I guess we'll that. take yeah. your money to help you yeah, plan. Exactly. So it became irresponsible to take all that money and do that. So what we yeah. broke it down to is like, yeah. also the other thing you're doing is you're putting a lot of, you're basically pushing all your chips to the table for mm -hmm. some big idea that you don't know will perform at that time. So yeah. let's do this instead. Let's, let's give ourselves permission to do small bets, mm -hmm. to fail at them, but mm -hmm. then graduate what we learn yeah. into the big thing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, that's, that's you might weird. know more context yeah. about this story, but yeah. I, I mean, I heard of that, um, uh, it was a, uh, drink responsibly ad that was done for uh, Budweiser mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. Momentum, I think. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. you know, the dog kind of wondering where the owner is, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think what was so different about the approach to that was, like, it started with, like, let's just do YouTube content yeah. and see what performs. Yeah. And then there was natural viral traction that then mm -hmm. said, okay, now we're going to put our millions behind it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So it was a total flip of the funnel mm -hmm. uh, and of the energy and time. And so if you can convince a client that you're going to actually be responsible with their time and their money mm -hmm. and actually, like only bet on something when you know that there's yeah. some like ammunition for it yeah yeah and so that is that what you've built that's what you yeah. can do yeah that's what we can build okay. so like the content studio here in st louis yeah. in, in, at manifest mm -hmm. is um designed to do sprints it's very okay. sort of like lean startup model like yep. scrum masters with chickens and pigs and all that kind of stuff but without <laughs> the without kind of on accident like I, no yeah. one went through no one went through that Software you almost had to do stuff, this like, with yeah. your agency to get to where it is. Yeah, true. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, you've been there long enough to, this is your baby. Yeah, this is totally my baby. This is why I was brought here. Yeah. Um, so okay. that's 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 fair. And then it's been three years. So okay. like it's still not perfect, but yeah. like it's been three years in the making. So you did. when did you see this model? Has it been an evolving thing or at some point? Because you, you worked... In another city, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did you I was in I was in New York. Okay, so you went from Indiana to New yeah. York. What'd you do? Where were you working in New York? Um, so I actually went to New York for my master's degree, and okay. then after, well, while while doing that, I went to Pratt. While doing okay. that, I uh, started and working. These are all high big academia east coast yeah, yeah, so you got a little flavor of that too i love school i think that's, yeah, that's like cool. that's my, that's my dad wearing off on me like yeah, i yeah. love school so i tried to stay in school as long as i can yeah. i was also 
thinking that like school's you know, awesome though. Yeah, like you look back, great. it's yeah. awesome. You also get to do the best work, the funnest work. Yeah. I mean, it's not real work because yeah. there's no confines and no real problems. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, a bubble. But yeah, it's a great bubble. Projects. Yeah, that's cool. So I I went to work for um, a couple of professors, mm-hmm. and ultimately though I kind of graduated the experience into my I would call it my first like bonafide digital gig because all the other agencies were kind of just like faking it to make it. Yeah. But this one, Deep Focus, mm-hmm. um, at the time was a fifty-some uh, person company, uh, not no big deal, but. Um, like, you know, th- that year I joined, they had just launched uh, Mad Men Yourself and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So they're be- they're kind of getting on the map for yeah. for doing sort of like bigger digital campaign social mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. that goes viral. Yep. Um, and so I I started I, I started there where I realized that like the the whole paradigm needs to change as far as like uh, kind of creative creativity and mm-hmm. technology mm-hmm. and the digital space. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it went from this world and you would remember mm-hmm. this totally where we were building like immersive microsites and flash and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Oh my and God. it was all like these individual little channels yeah. like yeah. privatized yeah. and we would spend tons of yeah. media dollars to get people there yeah. and then ultimately all they did was sit through a like one minute experience and yeah. in the scheme of things that was going on that's going a long way for a ham sandwich like yeah, it's it they, like at the end of the day we haven't still we still haven't sold them a coke yeah you know like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they haven't bought anything yeah um so it's all changing and and i think it was there where we realized that um you know the the actual audience is the channel mm-hmm. the audience is the medium and so getting getting them to uh, care and share and all that kind of stuff, like there were elements of the relevance model mm-hmm. that I talked about mm-hmm. that were noodling in my mind, mm-hmm. but the idea was that we needed to create these assets for them to take around and mm-hmm. carry versus liabilities that we mm-hmm. needed to support, like these microsites and things. And so um, at that time, um, I actually had my first brush with St. Louis because uh, I... Uh, pitched and we won the Benefold business. Oh, and cool. so I started making trips here. Okay. And um Karina's a very mature organization. Mm-hmm. They had um, you know, a lot of passion for social as it was and we started talking about, you know, the feed, which yep. is something that they set up there. And meanwhile at Defocus we're birthing the moments or it was called the Moment Studio. Yeah. Which is very I mean that was kind of like the first um, conceptually the yeah. first it, I wasn't there to see it actually executed, but conceptually it was the first time I realized that like Agile content creation mm-hmm. and agile branding is really kind of where we needed to go. Yeah. So when um, when I met Jen and yeah. you know things were kind of set up, teed up here at yeah. NFS yeah. in St. Louis, it was kind of like, all right, if we've done that, we've done that. Like, how do we take the best of that and yeah. kind of expand upon it? Yeah. So yeah, that's what it is. Adjacent possible, man. <laughs> like, I love it. Yeah, that's so cool. So in when you were sitting in. New York, what were the, how long were you there for? 10 years. Okay, so you, yeah, you yeah. did your time there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I cool. love New York. I still, yeah. I mean, I long I long to go back to. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you get back there a lot? Quite a bit. Yeah, we have an office there. Yeah. And as you, I told you earlier, I've been traveling so much. Um, a couple clients there as well. So, so that's cool. yeah, get back quite a bit. And when I'm there, it's like, uh, I think that, I mean, there's, there's something in every city that's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, and I don't like to do the comparisons. I would never like try to compare New York and Chicago or San sure. Francisco or San yeah, Louis yeah, or any yeah. of that. Um, but it's more about again that observation, like walking the streets and taking yeah. it in and judging like what people yeah. are doing and trying to ask your questions like why and like to just see what um, it's inspiring. Yeah, it's like these little sort yeah. of communes are like churning yeah. out creativity all the time, and you have to be a sponge. Yeah. And so that's what I love most about yeah. getting back to that place. I'm with you. I'm, I think there's never been yeah a trip i was blagged a trip to austin for south by or whatever you know because mm-hmm. and you can justify it i'll come up with five awesome yeah. things you can sell to somebody yeah just walking around yeah You'll just that's just i don't know how it happens what's the killer about that yeah. is when you try to then justify it though in like the billable hour i know it's nuts and there was a like, there was a speech i heard by just trust me on this oh uh, yeah yeah the, one of the money popping up john cleese yeah and he was talking about like in his best days when he was writing that material mm-hmm. like he would he would make a note of something or have a joke or write it down mm-hmm. and he would sit on it for years yeah like the inspiration yeah. would bake for yeah. years and yep. then sort of like finally oh, yeah. come out at the right time and place and he's like so he talks about like the way that our civilization is moving at this high pace yeah. and people expect yeah. things that happen overnight like yeah but he, he, in a way you, you have to still have you have to you have to balance the sort of i think what he called it the uh the um rabbit brain yeah with, with the tortoise mind you know yeah. like and yeah. so you still have to have that or like back of your mind yeah. processing madman-esque yeah. like let's yeah. let's take off for three weeks and go to mexico yeah. like yeah and just let things happen yeah. so it's so it's funny tough to balance and no much. and it's it's hard in this business because they'll you know they 
the business side of it, the hourly billable rate, how we make money. It's yeah. a tough, you know, even internally just to get everyone to recognize that. Although I bet it's getting easier. Yeah, right? I, you, you would think? like. I think that's the false promise of digital. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, it's going to be easier to track everything and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, I think that still, and it's flawed, but still the hour is the only empirical measure of... I know. Of, uh, if everyone, if someone could figure out, other than taking a piece of it, yeah. right? Other than actually taking a piece of yeah. the product and getting paid on the back end, which... Well, here's my question. How often do you like? How often do you lay down in bed at night and you can't shut off your racing mind? Yeah. You know, that's not just thinking about one thing, but a thousand things. Yeah, yeah. How do you quantify that in an hour? Yeah. And which, you know, I mean, like, <laughs> like that is. Can I bill you for the five tracks of things I was thinking yeah, yeah, about yeah. for the last like, hour? And, and it's and that <laughs> like it's just weird. I don't. I don't know. We have to find something else. Maybe 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 the Apple Watch has a solution. If it's like can somehow like judge like heart, yeah. heart rate and then quantify it with like. The time that you're answering emails, yeah. I don't know. Like, so this is funny because you could have been a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Well, I like that. Like, what? I was actually pre-med for a while. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, what I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah. How did you get into this marketing side? Versus, I mean, how did this thing like? Yes, I got to go do this versus the ten other things you could have done. It was a slow burn. I will say that. Yeah, because uh, you know, like I always had my interests that I was telling you about with mm -hmm. like travel and just yeah. like, obs observing people, sure. but that could turn into anything. And yeah. so. For the longest time, though, like I was motivated. You a sociologist, anthropologist. I mean, there's a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Science, I was, I was, I was really like motivated into medicine uh, yeah. because I wanted to do something that was helpful to people, but at the mm -hmm. same time, of like, there's a sense of like I want to balance that with being recognized and like yeah. have the pride of being a doctor or something like yeah. that, like that label. Yeah. And uh, obviously, as in a household that supported that too, like mm -hmm. that if I would have yeah. been. Are your parents both still still here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And they're, I'm, they're, they like this choice you made. Uh, I think that they were worried about it. Were I they? think that they've seen that it's worked out. I think that was a type of thing, but they they still don't understand the work that we do. Sure, and they still don't understand like the amount of money that is to be made yeah. in this. But yet they're influenced by it all the time. You know, yeah, like yeah. like in a way they're just blindly ignorant. But they they see that it's worked out a little bit, and they're good. like, okay, good. Like, all right. But they were very worried for a while. <laughs> like, I mean. Sure. Like, I kept telling them, I was like, I'm not going to be a starving artist. I'm going to be a graphic artist, commercial <laughs> artist. You know, like. Yeah. Right. That's so um, yeah, I actually I, I, I spent two years the summers of two years um, in an operating room thanks to my mother's contacts okay. and got to. So you got close to it. I got really close to it. Yeah, yeah, like so close that you're smelling the the burning flesh of like someone basically like wow. cauterizing. So you know, like oh my god. Um, and uh, one thing that was uh, kind of just life changing was two actually two things. I saw an organ harvest, which was okay. incredible. So this poor teenage kid who had wrapped his uh, car around a telephone pole yeah. and was brain dead yeah. basically um, was a donor uh -huh. and this so is I, in South Bend South Bend yeah, yeah. so I, I scrubbed in for like a it was like a eight hour surgery where they completely opened this guy up and took skin graft they took bone they took cartilage they took oh corneas God. of eyes they took his heart they took lungs they took it all and it was just amazing the way that like you know, we all think that we're more than just like yeah, machines, but yeah. we're really just machines. Yeah. And like the the art of medicine has really gotten to a point where they can they have such control. You know, like it's amazing. Oh my god! To, to pack ice into a chest until the until the heartbeat just slows and you're and you're clinically dead, and then that heart can be alive in another person oh. in thirty minutes is amazing. That is amazing. So like, I saw how that. How long did that take? How long is that process of organ harvesting? Like, oh, that was eight an eight-hour hour surgery, and then wow. that's only that's only for the living portion of it because okay. they they harvest so many organs that they need while the while the person is alive technically, yeah. Yeah. and then post mortem they actually can do so much more with like grafts and certain things that they would need. Wow! So it's a uh, it's definitely something I would first of all I'm a I'm a <laughs> advocate for like yeah. I I'm like You're an organ You're yeah my my mother tours the country yeah. kind of giving people the yeah. the keynote on why you should be a, a, a donor oh, so this is what she's into yeah she's totally into this it. is yeah, her yeah. passion okay yeah so i saw that and then i saw a uh cleft lip repair which was a poor baby that you know yeah. um I, I don't even know what the circumstances cleft lips happen but uh basically this uh, poor baby is born without a, a giant hole in you know the nose septum and the soft palate and the face and really disfigured and you had these brilliant sort of well they were a team of doctors but the ones I was most impressed with mm -hmm. were actually the plastic surgeons yeah. that can come in there yeah. and they can take a, a baby and through like 
certain folds and certain like tucks and stitches and prosthetics can actually make it so that this baby will grow up and most people will not know wow. that it had a cleft yeah. lip. And the coolest thing about these doctors is most of them have like MFAs of sculpture and stuff like that. Wow. So you're just like, wow, you're an artist and a scientist yeah. and like this. So this was like, you're right there. That was my inspiration. But yeah. then I went to college and got really lazy. <laughs> like because like you really have to apply yourself to do that yes. you know and you gotta want that right yeah and I just wasn't mature enough I went yeah. to college and like most people I, you know you did yeah. things in college yeah, yeah and so you're like okay well I'm gonna fall back on the things that come easy to me which were <laughs> you know like art classes and stuff like that yeah so, so you yeah. did a lot of art classes yeah so yes you mixed the perfect graphic yeah. design and yeah. this analytic my, background yeah and yeah. my undergrad like the type of graphic design wasn't digital. I actually think that um, the program was really sort of like um, fine art focused. So it was a lot of like printmaking and like, um, I don't know, like fundamentals around like sculpture and stuff like that, which I'm really thankful for now because like yeah. there are typography and history things, art history things that I learned that kind of make everything now make yeah. a little bit more sense and yeah. you can justify things a little bit better versus a choice that's just like, oh, I like that typeface because it's yeah. cool. You know, yeah. you can actually talk about why yeah. it was meaningful. That's good. And I think I'm with you. I think every art director needs to learn to have that language, right? Yeah. To be able to describe why they like something. Yeah, absolutely. Because like I mean, and we all know we like stuff, but if it, clients need to, or everybody, yeah. your own team needs to know. Yeah, right. I think every like that's that's the hardest part. There's an art to just doing the work. Yeah. But then there's an art to justifying the work. You're right. And and I feel like that's where I've fallen mostly in that camp of the art of justifying. The yeah, work. that's interesting. Yeah. In your job, it sounds like you, as I re also think of it, it's like. We have this this field of ideas like gems, mm -hmm. and our what we're good at is seeing the ones and picking them and polishing them, and mm -hmm. right, that's yeah. really what our roles yeah. are in these organizations. Yeah, you're a synthesizer. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, I agree. Like I know most creatives are way better than me at oh, yeah, creative, right? It's actually scary, and, yeah. that's, and I, like I had to I had to realize that long ago. Like if I saw a you know a someone's book yeah and they scared the shit out of me like they're awesome yeah I love like it. It, it used to, yeah it used to be that i was like oh, i don't know but now i'm like i'll hire them because i know yeah. i like and i i try to tell my team this like yeah. you have security and that you're a tastemaker yeah. and you're yeah. a person that can justify stuff and it's like it's not always your job to come up with the best idea yeah. matter of fact good ideas can come from anywhere Everywhere, it's right. your job to synthesize the best and channel them and that yeah. kind of stuff so yeah. it's, it's such a big difference and it's something you really have to keep a handle on every single day that's cool so you yeah that's good so you've learned that the Hire people that scare the crap out of you. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah. I like that. So you're surrounded by those youngsters. And yeah. so building building a modern a creative team. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And, and so... And that's scary, too. The yeah. older you get, you're like, wow, should I, I, I... Like, it's a very philocentric world, and that's a new word that I learned, Ooh. which is basically, like, to... Youth-centric? Philocentric. Yeah, youth... Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah, what it means? Yeah, yeah. Totally being, like, into, like, what the, whatever the kids are doing. Yes. You know, like... It's, it's always been that way. Well, it's, yeah. it's moms yeah. and kids. Yeah, yeah. Those are your two target yeah. audiences, And right? the kids affect the moms. Yeah, right. totally. And then the, you know, the moms buy for the kids. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's totally true. On that note, yeah. like, I'm having my fourth kid now, and yeah. I feel like... You're in it. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. in it. Four kids. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the oldest is four. So these are these are Irish quadruplets. No, you can't, you can't do that. That but I was thinking about this mathematically this makes sense. Is there, are there twins in there? No, there's no twins. Yeah, no. Like, the... What's your wife? What do you? Is she like, dude? Was she you guys up for this? This was all planned. N not all planned. Like, <laughs> like all things in life that, or at least my life, like kind of like happy accidents. You know, like obviously yeah. I'm not naive to how this works or whatever. How long but... have you been? <laughs> you, okay, good. Yeah. Um, how long have you been married? Uh, it'll be ten years. Okay. In September. Okay, so you yeah. guys had a good run of six yeah, years yeah, without yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Traveled the world, yeah, yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. did that kind of thing. Yeah, and, and then so we're having kids, and then we're like, we're having kids. Right. Yeah. And you have four kids under. Okay. So we don't have our fourth yet. So we're pregnant with the fourth. Okay. And so that's how it's mathematically possible. Okay. She will have the fourth, and then the oldest will turn five. So it's okay. technically yeah. Okay. Technically, that's possible. Yeah. That is old school Irish process. I bring it up because. Um, you know, understanding kids and parents is yeah. a big part of everyone's yeah. challenge right now. Yeah. And I think that the uh, every with every kid I've had, it's only um, it's sort of like amplified what would be you know a observation that mm -hmm. we might be able to make over time. Yeah. Like at least now, like 
Like I've I've basically this is this is expedited creative inspiration because yeah. like the problems are compounded each child over. And so and so now I feel like I can recognize what are like the the relatable universal truths of motherhood, kiddom and parenthood yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And it's because I have this test group of four monsters right. to right. really like get it out quick. You yeah. Know? And and yeah, the whole pregnancy process, I mean all that. There's these Oh yeah. Yeah, the stages along the way. Yeah, it's nuts. Well, Nutty. good for you. That's Thanks. that's huge, man. Yeah, I'm that's excited. Awesome. So, um, St. Louis. Do you like St. Louis? Love it. Yeah, um, especially for that reason. Matter yeah. of fact, uh, you know, not just the opportunity to manifest. That yeah, kind of. Yeah, manifest here. is a, a properly good. I mean, its reputation is sterling. I mean, a big part because of you, but it's always been a, just like it's a hot, right? Hot yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, well, the, I think that. Um, it's it's hard to it's not apples to apples with yeah. a, a lot of other agencies here, but that's yeah. all what we want to do because yeah. we like we know people and they're great people that work at other agencies mm-hmm. and we're like oh you work on this account or you do this mm-hmm. work. it's it's not that and I think in a lot of ways um, one of the, f- the most exciting things that, that we have right mm-hmm. now is that we're still trying to define what yeah. we are and who we are constantly I think evolving. St. Louis is one of the things that we've gotten right. Yeah, like the studio that's here yeah. and it's serving. It, it's set up to serve not just St. Louis clients, but to serve kind of across the board mm-hmm. nationally. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot of opportunities still at Manifest. And yeah. so I think that that's what we got right. I, I, I respect St. Louis a lot from a career standpoint because there's so much talent in this market. Yeah. Uh, and such a, such a sort of pedigree for marketing and, yeah. and like history. And mm-hmm. so that keeps us on, a, on our game and makes it so that we have, you know, great sort of pipeline for like create you know mm-hmm. employees and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so there's a lot like st louis offers on that front but just as a uh, a citizen and parent like yeah it's the would you got four kids you'll be happy you're here mate well i mean yeah it, in new york we, honestly we left because we're both from the midwest yeah uh we left we're we, uh, she's, yeah, south she's from southern illinois oh yeah okay southern illinois, oh, so yeah. this isn't even yeah, far yeah. from her no no this is why we're here man kind of <laughs> like, we we freaked out we were like a kid we gotta get out of new york like there's no way <laughs> So uh, I'm glad we did. We came here, and yeah. this is uh, it's what very, part of town do you live in? I live in Soulard with all oh, those cool. monsters. Yeah, cool. I great. live in Lafayette Square, so that's good. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's nice. I love yeah. I love uh, you know getting a taste of Soulard's good. What what part? Like up? So you know where you're not uh, right in the thick of Mardi Gras, um, are you? I am. I'm on Mardi Gras Row. Yeah, are yeah. you? Yeah, I have a I have a beautiful townhome that's yeah. Uh, There's some great like, homes right near 1860s. And, okay, uh, that's cool. And yeah, we host Mardi Gras parties. Do and, you? Yeah, and the kids, you know, love playing at the little parks nearby yeah. and getting yogurt and going to get Mexican food and stuff like that. Yep. Like all my right there. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So um, yeah, it's been great. Um, we and the pockets around this neighborhood and for or this town and yeah. you know each neighborhood kind of has its cool little vibe. Yeah, that's uncommon for um, I think sort of like interior cities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it takes an old city or a, a massive population to kind of create what we have here. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's the history and I think that um, there's some really good hangovers like of like the European park style yeah. sort of stuff that's going on yeah. and architecture is amazing and the culture is thriving and yeah, yeah I and mean, we have a few things obviously to fix. Sure. <laughs> sure. But, and they keep getting pointed out to us in yeah. every yeah, yeah, yeah. New York every Time yeah. top 10 list of bad uh, things. I saw a, I think it was an ink uh, report recently. Oh, we got talking, a good one? Oh, great one. It was talking about the top 30 places, top 30 cities in the United States to start a company. Ah, we're and in it? We're number three. Get that yeah. out. Yeah, and the reason why, and they're, this is a fair point, they're talking about how like Silicon Valley mm-hmm. and Silicon Alley have mm-hmm. become cost prohibitive for starting an idea. Yeah. And yet the, and this comes back to that adjacent possible, what was the old days of you needed actual population density and rubbing up shoulders and centers of finance? Yeah. That's now become democratized yeah. by everywhere. everywhere. So why not matter. here? Yeah. You know, like yeah. we, we have something that is a great physical infrastructure. Yeah. You know, so yeah. like and let's great spaces. It. Great. Totally. It's one of our huge yeah. advantages is you cannot find amazing spaces like yeah, you can find here. Yeah. I, so I'm, I've become a, a real champion for some oh, of those. Good. Yeah, it's my adopted hometown. I think that that's pretty common. Like yeah, most people I'm, I'm that, from Denver, and I, I've lived here long enough to where I feel a real passion for this town now. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's great because I don't think people that are that are from here have the perspective we have. Yeah. Outsiders you know? looking in. Yeah. Outsiders looking in. I think yeah, they just really they, appreciate it in a different way. Nonetheless, they have the same sort of natural gravitational pull to They it. do. Yeah. And they keep coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like yeah, go, yeah. and then they come back. Yeah. That's, that's really so, interesting. Yeah, that's cool. So, so tell me, this, uh, this. I was going to ask you one more thing of just sort of this, this uh, future of digital marketing, yeah. or just where you see the future. What, what are pl- 
places you're investing in? Are you guys into building products, building startups, helping startups? Have you, you All know what I'm above. saying? All <laughs> All above. Yeah. yeah, I think that, you know, going Just back to that. The agency, it's tough to be in an agency. Right. I think it's really hard. Then Going Just, back to that relevance formula, like, right? we have to live by those same principles. You're right. So, the so this ability is culturally, to be everyone knows this. The, the Ryan Brown relevance principles that manifest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my thing. Yeah, lately it's, it, I mean, it's, and it's, 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 brilliant. it's on our website. It's yeah. in our, yeah, it's yeah. like, and, and I, I shouldn't say that it's mine alone. Like, yeah. it, it, like, first of all, it took years to kind of come yeah. to the observation, but the then second of all, it took, it took the right, you know, group of people in the room yeah. um, to like synthesize it into what it is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we got to live by that. And mm-hmm. that means, you know, first of all, embracing the, embracing change mm-hmm. and, um, doing things, uh, you know, sometimes shooting by the hip yeah, and like, yeah. I don't know, com- combating. And you, do you have that, that, do you have the, uh, empowerment of the senior management to do that? Like, do you feel like I can go back and do anything I want? And when I say that, just, you can try things. Yeah. Put a little, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's good. Uh, that's, that's one of the greatest freedoms that I have. And I actually think that, um, it, like, that's become sort of the mantra from leadership okay. uh, to to okay. other leaders as well yeah. is that like obviously people can't just be given like a yeah. blank check to go sure. run with things yes yes going back to kind of the model is is like demonstrate sure. small yeah you know and yeah. then show how that works yeah. and then you know basically justify the excuse to do it yeah. and so I mean what you're doing with podcasting is a great example yeah. of that like it's a it's a format of content and just creators in general whether it's podcasting or mm-hmm. video mm-hmm. is something that I think is democratizing branded content yep. and yep. is and is a way more authentic storytelling mm-hmm. than um other other mediums that we've explored in the past so yep. it's something that I think that we've taken key notice of we need to try to like you know, build a bank of like creators and yeah. talent yeah. and, you know, opportunity mm-hmm. and even, you know, the right studios to support the creation of this type of media. Yeah. Like. So that's interesting. Cause I find this a new way. So here's what I see, you know, I'm out not with an agency, but I meet loads of ideas all day long mm-hmm. I and mean, I have just whatever. You just kind of float in this world and sort of know lots of different agencies and different Places and the way that everyone can make money, right, is to find an idea and a strategy and a agency and a client, and then kind of put all those together. And sometimes those you can do all of those, yeah, right. But it's almost like there's a huge ecosystem out there of reality yeah. show developers, and you know, these guys and this young kid's got this thing going on, yeah. and this, and so I always feel like agency owners and it's just tough to make the money work. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's tough to get yeah. everybody on board. And it's but in Hollywood, it's easy. Yeah, because that's the system, right? Yeah, no one works for anything. They just put these deals together and go find the money. That's exactly right. That's so. It feels like you need to figure this out here, or because uh, I, I feel like it's there. You're exactly right. Right. Um, and and this these are the these are the intense conversations our leadership team has, and they're yeah. great ones. But fundamentally. I think that we realize we don't want to we don't want to hire a thirty man like mobile development unit. We don't yeah. want to we don't want to invest in a you know a yeah. two million dollar like video studio. Yeah. Like yeah. we're not trying to like take away who are the, like take away talent from the experts that sure. already do those things. Yeah. In a way, we're a we're a connector. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's been a lot of talk of the future of advertising, the mm-hmm. future of manifest mm-hmm. is to not be an agency but become a platform. Yes. And it's a platform for its own IP in some cases, yep. but it's most of all a platform for connecting um, basically good ideas mm-hmm. with brands. Yeah. And yeah. so um, by any mode possible. Yeah. And so yeah. that in some cases would be to, you know, pull you in when needed yeah. or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And I, I get the, the fun job of like, you know, I'm, I'm one of the... On Bob Barker's Plinko, I'm one of the I'm one of the little one of the little posts that yeah. bounces yeah. this thing somewhere, yeah. you know, and and that's what um, is really exciting because anything cool. can fall down. Yeah, I love it. Well, and it's yeah because just for just the people that I've been with, you know, I'm with the uh, No Coast guys. I've been working mm-hmm. with them. They've been friends forever. And we, but they're they don't want to build the stuff that you have. Yeah. They don't want that part of it, yeah. and they don't want really. You know that's the whole thing—the analytics and the metrics. Yeah. But what they're really good at, oh yeah, they're really this. good too. They're yeah, really yeah. good at this, yeah. and but they need all this yeah. to get to a brand. Yeah. But it's, I think it's interesting how in St. Louis, I don't know if culturally 
and I don't know if have you worked in San Francisco before. Uh, no. I feel no, like no. Silicon Valley and LA, the film business, is very rubbing shoulders. It's just built that way. Yeah, yeah. Deals can get done quickly. There's a way to legally make it all happen. You get points. You put mm-hmm. a deal sheet together. Everyone's mm-hmm. cool with it. You don't have fifty yeah. lawyers looking at it. Credits where credits due. Like, yeah. yeah. It's just it's all formalized. Yeah. And St. Louis, I don't know if our idea factory is quite there yet. No, no. Yeah. Right? But we almost need to figure that out. And I always yeah, think yeah. creatives are going to be the ones that lead this process. It's not going to be the business people because that's just not yeah. their thing. But I always feel like we're the ones that trust each You know, we all yeah. just want to do great work. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, so we talk about this role a lot of times about uh, yeah. in, in Manifest, but it's uh, certainly universal as a producer. Yeah. And that title to me is very important because yeah. in a way there's a creative layer to that producer. Like yeah. someone has to still have the taste component to yeah. develop yeah. something that's really good. Yeah. But then they also need to have the, like contacts and logistics mm-hmm. and everything to make something happen mm-hmm. but then at the, at the fundamental level they need to be able to like rationalize the bottom line yeah right and make yeah. money yeah. and so i yeah. feel like what has been great about la and silicon valley yeah. is that like there isn't a lot of ego around like the individual crafts yes but there's a bunch of producers that really just get it and know how to yeah. like pull the right people together yeah. and yeah. get it done and yes. i feel like um you know there needs to be a little bit of a renaissance here yeah. to make it so that people wear that producer mentality yeah you know all right, you're you're gonna we're gonna make it happen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you heard it here on this podcast. We, we, ten, five years from now, when we're cranking out this five, stuff. give us four. Four years from now, when we're cranking out these amazing things, you're like, oh, I remember hearing that. Yeah. With Ryan, he was talking about that. Yeah. All right, good. Well, it's funny. I've heard your name so often from. Yeah, we know a lot of the same people, and yeah. Jen's uh, one of my favorite people as well. Jen Ertley, who so we're talking about. I need so, to plug in more also to to St. Louis because yeah. I like I I have like yeah you're you're around I know uh, it's funny and I was in that same shoot when I was at Momentum I was traveling all over and yeah. I knew lots of people everywhere yeah. but then I didn't know this scene and then now I've been able to just come and really get to know everyone in this yeah and which a, is like, awesome it's such a great community like yeah. I was saying it's like it really like I, I really do respect it and I uh, I I kind of feel bad that like I'm rounding my third year in the city and I still know of very few you know like right. and so well, we'll get you out I'll, okay. I will make that my mission to plug Ryan into the crew well, I know community. I feel like I know you pretty well I'll, yeah. I mean, we did a lot of talking about myself I would love to maybe maybe <laughs> we'll the next the podcast next like someone can interview you or perfect. I can interview you perfect anyway but anyway I was just gonna say I've heard yeah wonderful things about you it was really a pleasure to meet great to have you on man yeah thanks man thanks I appreciate it yeah, yeah. alright we'll talk again soon yeah.